Sarah. And I'm Jessica. And together we co-host the podcast Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal. Or murder. Join us on Mondays for full-length episodes where we discuss our favorite paranormal stories and true crime cases. And join us again on Thursdays for our mini-sodes called Stabby Snippets, where we tell you all about true crimes happening in the news. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, wherever the hell else you listen to your pods at. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by using the handle at 3 Girls. Come and hang out with us and get your spooky on while we scare the hell out of you. Hello and good evening, my gals. How's it going? Hi. Oh, great. Oh, Emily's ready mm. to party. I did my vocal warm ups and I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Oh, they're both ready. <laughs> I am not on the same level as y'all, but I can try and get there. Oh, good. This is, this is what happens when you're a theater kid. Oh, God. I, you know, I had my dreams of the theater, but <laughs> when I got to high school, it just, it wasn't meant to be. I didn't have it in me anymore. Fizzled away. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, dream big and then I let know. it go. We had a bunch of just... uh, musicals in high school and I just couldn't get my pipes there. Yeah. It's not that she didn't want <laughs> It's not that she didn't want to step on the stage. I just couldn't I get, get my vocal cords up to speed I with the it. rest. So yeah. here we are. Can I be an actor? Yes. Can I be a singer? No, no it's not happening. <laughs> Sorry, honey. You know, I really, I really thought I had the vocals because when I was a kid, I had a decent voice, and I don't really know what happened. But now I like, I, I cannot sing mm. for the life of me. It's not a good look. I've heard you sing along to songs. I think you sound good then, but I feel uh, like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, you're like singing a song and you're like, damn, I sound good. And then you try and sing it without the song and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> That's me. I mean, I know I don't sound good, but I sing anyway for other people's entertainment. Hence the yeah. first few episodes of the Golden Ghouls when I would sing. Oh, <laughs> that was classic. So Again, gorgeous. yeah. People. I don't did want love anyone. That. I don't want anyone to think that I thought I sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it was about. All right, almost, people. <laughs> almost three years later, she'd like to let you know <laughs> she didn't oh think it was good. Oh my god! <laughs> it was well, now not I think, bad. I, sometimes I think back and I'm like, I hope people. I hope people don't <laughs> think that I. <laughs> There's, that I think I'm a singer. <laughs> there's so many episodes where I'm like, I just hope people are thinking the same way I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, tell the people what you're drinking tonight and why. Oh, I don't know. It's some sort of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> I don't know the title, but it's because we're, t- we're taking ourselves to the bars. It's a bar we episode. Are, we're going to talk about haunted bars, but first I have some exciting oh, okay. news for you guys. <gasps> Ooh. We have a new patron. Oh, Drop stop. it. In this economy? <laughs> In this economy, it's Robert. Robert? It's Robert? Robert. It's Robert. Robert. Oh my God, Robert. Robert's wrapped around my neck in a tag. Oh, yeah. Because you got to oh respect God. that. Oh. Kylie is right. <laughs> In this economy, Robert? Man. <laughs> 
<laughs> you are a patron. We love you, Robert. Wrapped feel, around this girl's neck like a choker. So blessed. So the necklace, I mean, the tattoo looks like a choker necklace, correct? Exactly. But it says Robert right. on it. It's a little spaced out. Adorable. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Very classy. Thank Very you. unique also. I thought hard about it. But yeah, we are trying to do our like uh, patron hangouts kind of every other month. So I'm thinking we're going to get back to it next month. And I'm very excited for that. They're so fun. And it's just I never want to get off such a good time. Get off of our little Zoom hangouts because we just have so much fun with our friends. It really is fun. And to have such a connection with people I haven't even met in real life before. It's something special. Oh, and, yeah. and we all know in this day and age, you know, right. in this know economy, blast. <laughs> this economy, this is right where we need to be in a oh, Zoom yes. party with our family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. One every more month. announcement for the people. Oh, go ahead, Em. No, Does every month. I just said every month. <laughs> every month. We're just we are so thankful to all of our lovely patrons. Yeah. But um, also for the people on TikTok, if you're not following us on re- already, Get out there, see what we're making. I'm going to try and start putting more together. It's just honestly mad respect to the people who do this uh, a lot because it really is a lot of work. And mad respect (laughs) to Alyssa because I've been watching them TikToks and wow, I'm like, I'm like, wow, you're making me want to go there. I'm about to get in the Mm -hmm. car, drive down the street to the cemetery and check out what you just showed me on the TikTok. It's true. So it was a super foggy day this weekend on Sunday, I think. Who knows anymore what what our day is. But um, it was so foggy. I was like, I got to head to the cemetery. Mm. So I walked around for a while. Dude. Had a lot of feelings. There were some names coming to me. Mm. Wow. You know what? You are just amazing because you knew on a foggy day where to go. I did. And I that got the was, footage. That footage was unbelievable. I'm not surprised. I'm not it's surprised authentic. either. Yeah. A creative soul for our yeah. pleasure. It's just, <laughs> it's just who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. I'm recording at my parents' house tonight <laughs> and... Um, I told my mom, I was like, if you guys walk by, try to be really quiet. And my mom was like, what if I walk by and I go, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. I thought that was funny. We would love the the sound effects. Mm -hmm. Bordiful? What am I saying? (laughs) Who knows? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, but like Emily and Kylie said, we're hitting up some haunted bars tonight. Um, You know... Remembering the good times we had in bars, because right now <gasps> we, so ain't, we ain't going to them. I know. But we, I mean, did we all maybe, go before? I don't know. Uh, not really. Yeah. Sometimes. I had a party phase, like when I was 21. <laughs> but uh, yeah, people the, are missing them. I miss the bars. Yeah. I didn't go often. But I went a couple, I went sometimes. I'm, you know, I'm a single gal (laughs) in the city. You gotta, you gotta see what's up. Yeah. What's going on. I would go, I would go to a bar and watch all my friends drink and then go home at 11 p.m. and go to bed. 
yeah, you're, she's a great time. I'm fun as people, <laughs> as people can tell, but yeah. <laughs> well, who, who wants to take us to our first haunted bar this week? I, I could. Okay. Oh, no, go oh, ahead, Kylie. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, mine's like a, cause Alyssa has to tag team this one for me. So you got go. it. Got it. So I'll, I'll set the stage and then you guys can perform the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just as we were talking about oh, before. Oh, jeez. Theater. <laughs> Theater. So who wants to go to Milwaukee? radio silence no i honestly don't know a whole lot about milwaukee but people i think people like it people do and here's probably the main reason why shakers cigar bar this haunted bar is located in milwaukee's historic and critically acclaimed walkers point neighborhood Whoever Ooh. has been to or who has lived in Milwaukee or is there ne- is there now, let me know what it's like to be walking through Walker's Point neighborhood. Paint a picture for us if you want, because I have no idea. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it does it look like New York, Boston, New Orleans? What's it? Is it unique in its own way? I don't know. I could I could look Google some photos, but I want a description from a listener. Yes. Needs to be authentic. You know what I mean? We'd love to know. Authentico. We want some collaborative collaborative imagery going on. Imagery, (laughs) yes. P.S. I'm not drinking wine. This is just me. Only I am. (laughs) (laughs) But imagine if I were. (laughs) So Shaker's Cigar Bar, the building that it is located in today was originally built on top of a cemetery in 1884. Ooh. Need I say more? <laughs> you know what? That's it. We're done. We're done. That's we it. already you know why it's haunted. Else. Am I right? So it had originally been the Schlitz Brewery um, house. And then less than 10 years later in 1905, it was sold to become a distribution center. So kind of a boring start aside from the whole being built on a cemetery thing. Then in 1922, things got exciting. It was sold Ooh. to none other than Al Capone. No and, way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it became the hip and happening speakeasy in Milwaukee. Wow. Hip and happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this speakeasy was on the outside and on the first floor run as a soda distribution company. Um, but considering this was during the Prohibition period and Al Capone being Al Capone, it was actually just a front for running mm-hmm. and selling liquor and a brothel on the second and third floors. Yo, so, what was Al Capone doing in Milwaukee? Um, he just, did he, he, maybe he was nationwide. I think he was nationwide on yeah. everyone's side, he, right? Yes, that right. was exactly. definitely, that's he was definitely, a businessman. Exactly. Exactly. I think it was also run by um, more so like his people. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. He had his hand. Yeah. I don't think he was like there every day, Mm -hmm. but that's something I I will look into because I'm curious, but I think it was more so like run by his people. No, I just, I love it that he he was Milwaukee. He's got his footsteps in Milwaukee. You know? He's dipping his toes. Right. That's freaking awesome. You know? 
So one evening, a group of city officials were having a meeting in the basement, as city officials do, (laughs) and they were drinking a bit too much and a fight broke loose. And it ended up with two men being killed. Mm. So if you were to go down to the basement today, you would see this strange, like seven foot by three foot area in the foundation. There's just like some random line as if it were, as if someone had dug out part of the ground and then filled it back in. And Ah. it's the perfect dimension for a body or two yeah, to be buried. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, sounds no. like a good spot to put mm-hmm. a bod. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And Shaker's employees, they have, they've experienced a lot of stuff in the basement, a lot of paranormal activity, such as cold spots, light turn, lights turning on and off, things falling off of shelves or onto the floor with no ex- explanation. And many believe it's the ghosts of those two men who died in the basement. Uh, Not to mention the cemetery that's underneath. It could be hundreds of different ghosts, (laughs) you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? (laughs) The third floor was also a penthouse. There was a notable brothel worker, young 16-year-old Molly Brennan. She lived and worked in this penthouse. And apparently one evening... Molly recognized a notable and wealthy friend of her family, uh, and she was murdered, which is horrible. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know. know. So the owner of Shaker's Cigar Bar, um, his name is Weiss, W-E-I-S-S, Weiss, Weiss. Mm -hmm. And in 2001, he had hired a construction company to work on the third floor um, of the penthouse um, and the construction team ended up coming across a pile of bones buried beneath the floorboards bur- at the back of the room. And the medical examiner uh, determined that about half of these bones were human. <laughs> I don't know what the other half were. Uh, and they were about 70 years old. So people do believe that um, the bones belonged to Molly. So not some, not the bones of a 70-year-old, but the bones had been there for 70 years. Right, okay. So, mm. um, and this is exciting for those who want a spooky experience. This third floor penthouse slash brothel has since been turned into an Airbnb. Oh, good. <laughs> and the Airbnb listing warns that the room could be haunted and Ouija board Ouija boards are forbidden understandably so but I think that's very funny that they have to like (laughs) they're like it's no (laughs) enough some guests who have stayed in the Airbnb they've reported and this is multiple instances not just like one or two people um, they've said that they've um, their shoes have been relocated to a different area of the room And then, and this one is very strange to me. Multiple people unrelated to one another at different times have all had the same hallucination that the room is on fire. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? Like while they're in the room? Yes. No. 
yeah, like the ceiling is on fire. So I don't know if it's like while they're lying in bed or just sitting, chilling in the room. Um, but either way, they they hallucinate that it's on fire. No thanks. So, well, and the they're only like way running us, out, just like yeah. Oh also, the shoe thing. Don't touch my shoes. I love my shoes. <laughs> don't touch them. Mm-hmm. It like it depends what are you which doing? shoe you're gonna touch, right? And, yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking. Saying, if they touch my shoes, they will regret it. It's not going to go true. well for them. Trust me, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I only have nine toes now. <laughs> um, but I wonder if Molly's like slipping on the shoes, trying them on, and then walking across the room and then like taking them off. And that's why they're moving. She's just, she's trying, trying out the, the new fashions. The she modern would definitely shoe like fashion. my shoes if she's going for a new look. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the owner, Weiss, he has had so, several psy- psychics visit um, throughout the years because there have been so many um, weird things happening. And again, all of these psychics unrelated to each other have come different times. A majority of them have confirmed Molly's name when they were in the penthouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another spooky story. So Shaker's Cigar Bar, it did launch in 1986. Um, That's when Weiss opened opened the bar. And um, Weiss came into contact with this ghost that to this day haunts the bathroom. And according to psychics, her name is Elizabeth. So the story goes, Elizabeth had been climbing trees, trying to get some apples in 1835, which is t- a typical activity in the in 1835. <laughs> 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 like, what else are you gonna do? Like, guys, don't find that strange. Everybody's like, there, so like moving exactly. on. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and this apple tree, it had been in the cemetery, which Shakers is on top of. She fell out of the dang tree and broke her neck. Oh, oh no. Very sad. I know. All for an apple. Okay. I know. Don't do it. Don't do it, folks. That's why apple picking is no longer a hobby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, stay out of those trees, folks, especially the ones on top of cemeteries. Like, you don't know what those apples have in them. Mm-mm. It's grown from the ground. Well, they're probably very nutritious, full of iron and <laughs> calcium. <laughs> it's making me hungry. <laughs> so Weiss claims that he had first met Elizabeth 1987 uh, when two servers um, basically s- summoned Elizabeth out of the bathroom and picturing this was kind of funny to me but this is totally something we would do <laughs> so the servers made a circle together with their arms and then Weiss says that uh, he put his hand in the middle of it and he said it was like a blast of a freezer. And the servers explained that it was Elizabeth. And he was like, oh, hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his experience meeting Elizabeth. You know, but we'll, so one day, if we're at a spot that's haunted, let's put our arms, let's make a circle. And apparently the, the ghost will just pop right in, just in the pop middle. Just into the middle. <laughs> and we'll just say hi. Yeah, hi, how are you? <laughs> Hello. Hello? Hello? And she'll say nothing and she'll quietly exit and be like, what Mm -hmm. are you guys doing? Oh, Mm -hmm. damn it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Um, there have also been unexplained footsteps, of course, ghostly figures, apparitions in the mirrors, all the typical activities that you hear from a place with multiple ghosts, especially such as Shaker's Cigar Bar. A fun fact, Shaker's used to be the the go-to spot of serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> of course. What? Of course. Wow. Of course. Well, I mean, that in itself is haunting. So yeah. right? Exactly. Wow. So according to monstermobsters.blogspot. <laughs> I love that my, that exists. Right? None of the architecture or the antiques in Shakers is actually original to the building. So, for example, there's like a notable tin ceiling that actually came from um, a mansion. And then there are other certain parts of the building that are just from all over. And so this blog writer wonders if this is why, this is also why there have been many different spiritual entities since each architectural piece comes from a different location. So that's definitely from what we know and what we've heard of um, in terms of, you know, spirits getting attached to objects, um, and also, you know, renovations in a building, et cetera, that, that just seals the deal to me that there's like a completely different element of, of spookiness and spirituality to Shaker's Bar, yeah. in addition to the deaths that have occurred and being on top of a cemetery. Yeah, it's like a, a match made in haunting heaven. That they exactly. Got there. exactly. Love that for them. Mm-hmm. And so some fun facts for the people who want to check it out. The bar is included in the Cream City Cannibal Tour, which sounds delicious. Oh, my God. Is that what Milwaukee is called? The Cream City? I guess. (laughs) Milwaukee (laughs) Cream. Milwaukee Cream. That has something to do with Dahmer, right? Oh, Cannibal? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. But the cream city part. (laughs) No, everyone there is a cannibal. You didn't know? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And both (laughs) this tour and the bar have been featured on the Netflix show Dark Tourist. I haven't seen this episode, but I'm going to go watch it after this. Yeah, I've Um, watched Dark Tourist. So I'm guessing I've probably seen this place. Yeah. But maybe in relation to Dahmer and maybe not the hauntings. True, true. Is my um, guess. I don't know, though. But it's dark tourist. Right? So it would it would talk about these things, right? I, You know, I might have just missed the haunting part, but a lot of the show is about, like, murder and, like, really dark, dark shit. Gotcha. So. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's a good show, though. If anyone has not watched it, highly recommend. Sweet. And one last thing. Ooh. I thought this was funny and punny, but Shakers has an award-winning selection of spirits. Cute. Oh, cute. (laughs) I think there are going to be several spirits jokes throughout this evening. Oh, my God. I had none. I didn't even think of it. (sighs) Well, now you have. Get get to thinking. Um, Oh, God. I've got another one whose land has an interesting backstory. So... How's that sound to y'all? I love that. Perfect. All right, cool. <laughs> Even if you don't want to hear it, I'm going to tell you. 
We're <laughs> heading up to Saskatchewan in Canada. Yay. Specifically, we're going to Regina. Oh. And we are going to Bushwhacker Brew Pub. Sick. Bushwhacker in Regina. Bushwhacker Brew Pub in Regina. Yeah. So, the space where Bushwhacker is now at the corner of Dudney Avenue, Avenue, good Lord, in Cornwall Street, used to be a Chinese laundromat that was destroyed in the Regina Cyclone, which is a tornado. Okay. So this happened on June 30th of 1912, and the cyclone actually killed 28 people and leveled quite a few buildings in the area. A few people even passed away where the brew pub and several other businesses now sit. So the land itself has a sad history and, um, you know, it, it probably contributes to what's going on there today. Totally. So Bushwhacker mm. got their liquor license in 1990 and then they opened in 91, which I might be biased, but I think that was a pretty good year. Um, <laughs> and now it's a pretty well-known spot to have a pint, as they say, in Canada. Enjoy their daily food specials, which I looked at their Instagram and they've got some snacks. Mm. And um, possibly spot a spirit of a different kind than the one they've got in their hand. So, according to CBC Canada, the pub's bard marketing manager, his name is Grant Frew, and he says that several psychic mediums have actually visited the pub and felt the presence of not one, but many ghosts. Hmm. However, there is one that the staff know by name, and that is Mr. James Strathdy. So, back in 1914... Strathdy was hired to manage a warehouse that was built on the land. And then in the 30s, he got in a car accident, which he survived, but he sustained head injuries. And according to the Brew Pub's website, he just was not ever the same after that. So mm. his, bin- his business partners noticed that something was off with him and they were trying to pressure him out of his position because they weren't really trusting where his mind was at to, you know, manage the place. Um, and his wife wanted to move back to Scotland. So he had pressure from, you know, multiple angles to get out of there. It's mm-hmm. said that this kind of caused him to fall into a super deep, dark depression. And he was actually found dead several months later after he um, he started oh, no. getting real down in the dumps. Yeah, the official cause of death was suicide. So, obviously, he was having a really hard time. Um, And people say that because he was so tied to the building, he has stuck around. So, Mr. Frew, who is that, uh, what does he do? He's the bar and marketing manager. He says that um good lord i'm losing my mind oh he says that he thinks that for the most part mr strathdy is just a mischievous ghost he doesn't mean any harm (laughs) but he's noted that um they do a lot of scottish events at the pub and he thinks that strathdy knows he's responsible for organizing those so he kind of leaves frew alone to you know 
keep planning these Scottish events. However, Fru did say that he has made a special effort to make peace with the ghost so he doesn't get messed with. He visited <laughs> Strathdee's tombstone in the Regina Cemetery, introduced himself as the manager, and took a bottle of single malt scotch as a peace offering and left <laughs> it there for him. So okay. um, he's, he's trying not to have any trouble with the resident ghost. You got to keep your enemies closer. Yeah, facts. And Mr. Frew knows that all too well. Uh, in recent years, people working in the building have started reporting strange events. So at night, folks claim that they have seen a man with a full beard in 1930s clothing, which could very well be Mr. Strathdee. He's usually seen out of the corner of the eye late at night. Others claim to have experienced a sudden chilling draft, just a, a cold chill all over there have also been objects thrown, lights turned off on command, and unexplained noises, as well as a feeling of general uneasiness. It's got it all. As far as manifestations go, one of the bar's managers thought that she saw someone walk into the room that they have for private functions, so she followed them to say, hey, you know, nobody's allowed in here. Um, but when she opened the door, no one was inside, and the only exit door was sealed shut. So there's no way someone got out of there. On another occasion, the bar's night manager was finishing paperwork in her downstairs office late at night, and she rounded the corner to leave for the evening when she saw all of the clothing hangers on a nearby rack were swinging back and forth as if someone had just kind of run their hand along all of them and they were just swinging, like, pretty quickly. So she got a little bit spooked because she was there alone. She checked all the doors. Everything was locked. She could confirm. She said there was no possibility of a breeze, but she was pretty spooked, to say the least. I personally remember my days of just like working in retail and being the only person closing and that is scary in itself so then when something spooky happens it's like yeah now do I'm I out ever, of there do I ever want to come back here do I get paid enough for this shit <laughs> you don't <laughs> no enough no uh then there's Michael Gates who is the brew pub's head brewer and he experienced one of these spookiest encounters to date. So one day he was on break, minding his own business, when he says that he was pushed forcefully from behind, so forcefully that he nearly fell. He had to catch himself. And yeah. later he found a pretty big red mark on his back where he felt like he had been pushed. Oof. Yes. Uh-uh. Yeah. So... There are tons of stories um, outside of the pub. There are a few buildings or a few businesses attached. They're all within the same building on this block. Um, but they all have reported spooky stuff going on. Um, I think there was a bakery upstairs that has reported odd things happening, nearby office buildings, all sorts of things, which it makes sense because they had that cyclone. Some people died on the land. Um, I'm sure others have passed away there as well. So... It's no surprise, but Canada has their shit far more together with COVID. So um, 
this bar is open. They've sc- still got their their tasty snacks rolling out. So <laughs> if anyone is in or near Regina, check them out. Get spooked. Let us know what happens. And let us know which snack you get. Yes. Honestly, they had some very tasty looking uh, snacks and drinks on their Instagram. So yum. I'm yum, excited yum. to hear what, <laughs> if anyone goes and what they might experience. All right. All right. Well, Alyssa's going to help me out with this one because I have a huge caveat before I start. <laughs> when I decided, when I when I looked, when I saw we were doing bars, I looked up the most haunted bars on my Google machine, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. saw one in Austin. Thought, great, great. You know, have I been to it? No, but let's see some more. Then I saw the name Emily, and I was like, oh, gotta do it, right? <laughs> like, I text my, my girls. I was like, can I do the tavern in Austin, Texas? And Alyssa's like, yes, do it for sure. She doesn't tell me till now. She's got the she's got some history there. So I'm going to let her dive a little deeper than I'm going to dive into it. I'm just going to give you a surface level, okay? Because our good friends at the Night Owl actually took our ghoul, Alyssa, to the tavern. So she knows way more than I do about what actually goes down here. And might I also say, Stephen, at the Night Owl, Sarah, in the podcast that you guys did of the tavern in Austin, Texas, everybody needs to listen to. It's, it's absolutely amazing. amazing. Everything Goose, they do is wonderful. Everything is amazing that they do. You're right. I just happened to re-listen to this one and goosebumps galore. Mm-hmm. Always chills Always. with the night owl. Yeah, they are incredible. So let me give you a little teaser, and then I'll let Alyssa like take it over a little bit. The tavern in Austin, Texas, you guys. It's a it's a local bar, a local hot spot for the local game day row, you know. <laughs> it's on off Lamar. Real fun. I, I if you're an, an Austinite, you've probably seen it. It's got kind of a what is it, German-esque structure. Yeah, it definitely, yeah, it has that vibe. I don't know right. if that's accurate. It I don't feels either. like it is. Right. So if we're wrong, <laughs> someone correct us, but it definitely has that vibe. Yeah. It almost looks like it belongs in like a theme park or something. Like it it looks very out of place where it is. (laughs) Completely. When you drive by, you know, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. white and green at the moment. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think it's definitely got green lettering. But um, the tavern, yeah, it was built in 1916. Super, super old. And it was during the whole prohibition era of the U.S., So originally it was known as the Enfield Grocery. It was a grocery store. But apparently, according to local legend, this place was actually also a speakeasy and a brothel. Which, you know, you love a good, a a good juicy gossip. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So, but then there's also claims that there was a murder here which now we get into Emily. I know. Apparently, with this brothel, local legend has it that a politician at the time, um, he was a customer of of the brothel. He 
had a thing for the head madam that ran the joint. And she had a daughter named Emily who was around like 12 or 13. Apparently this guy, he was into the madam and she either wasn't having it. There's several stories I heard, but either she wasn't having him and she threw him out and he Mm -hmm. either found Emily or sought out Emily and got retribution on not being able to get with the head madam. And Emily was unfortunately raped and murdered and left in a crawl space in the tavern. And yes, that's where she was found. Um, It's a terrible, horrible story. I'm telling you. Gave me tears. Um, But that is what was said. And apparently Emily is still here today. And if you listen to the Night Owl podcast, possibly another spirit. I don't know. Emily plays a lot of tricks, according to staff and um, patrons of the bar. She uh, likes to play games on the staircases. There's um, a lot of, you know, creaking of the stairs. People say they hear things running up and down the stairs and nothing's there. Um, She plays tricks with the TV. This place has like 46 TVs, you guys, because they love game day. And she likes to turn (laughs) them off and on. Um, let's see, there's things, there's stuff that's been done in the bathroom where she'll lock all the stalls and then they swing open. A manager reported that to the night owl. She, um, also likes to do things to the office that's on the third floor where the crawl space is that, um, her body was found. So she'll Mm. play games with the office staff and mess with the papers on the desk. One of the managers had a post-it note that said, hi, Emily, on it. So, you know, everybody knew that it was cool. You know, she was a cool ghost. <laughs> um, the staff is all, all 100% convinced that there's a ghost, of, that Emily is the ghost there, which I think is really telling. You know, if you're talking to a bunch of people and some of them skeptical and they're all just like, yeah. Emily's here. She's a ghost. You know, I really believe in people's intuition. And I think that that's, you know, we should play off of that. And if they're all saying Emily's there, the little girl's probably there, right? Um, So there's not a lot of history on this place online. You kind of have to like skim around you know, certain articles to find like the little things that I brought you. But the night owl goes super deep into it. And they even have Sarah, their medium, who goes with them to the place and picks up some insane stuff that everybody's going to want to hear. But Alyssa got like a glimpse of that. And so I want her to tell us a little bit more about the history she learned about there. And what she heard from, you know, Sarah and the Night Owl. Yeah. So for years living in Austin, I had always driven by the tavern and felt not only that it looked out of place, but that something didn't feel quite right about it. And I, you know, never like had the drive to look into it. So when I started listening to the Night Owl and then became friends with them, I was so excited to hear that there was something going on there. Um, But if you listen to their episode, you'll find out that there's definitely some 
some dark energy there, um, which I will let you all find out for yourselves by listening to that because they they did such a brilliant job with it. But I had the privilege of actually going there with them quite a while after they had done their episode um, with Steven and a couple of their friends. Sarah came. Um, our friend Johnny was there. And just immediately walking in, I I felt completely nauseous. Um, Uh-oh. I got that headachey feeling. I could kind of sense what was going on with Sarah, and she was definitely picking things up the whole time that we were there. In general, mm-hmm. we just had like a pretty wild night of exploring haunted places in Austin, but the feeling there is undeniable. And the night all has some some spooky photos that they have shared um, from their time there that will give you chills. Absolutely. Um, yeah, all, all I can really say is I really recommend that. My experience there was just that I, I could definitely feel that there was a presence and it made me very uneasy. I definitely felt watched. I kept like turning around thinking that, oh, I hate that. someone was <laughs> right over my shoulder. And, you know, there, there never was, not at least anyone that I could see, but the feeling is definitely there. When I drove past recently, I did see that they're open again. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they have, God, I can't even remember what they call it, but they have this crazy cheeseburger that has mm. a huge <laughs> blanket of cheese over it that people Yum. like lose their minds for. <laughs> I want the so, chicken fried steak back. Yeah, it, their food is huge. But if you want to support a local business, Austinites, go pick up your food there. See if you feel the vibes. It's it's definitely worth checking out. I'm really excited for people to get there when it's like safe to be dining out and yeah, and going yes. to bars again. <laughs> Don't yeah. know when that will be, but because they had ghost tours before, so yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. that'll yeah, start definitely. again. Yes, but yeah, it's hard to because I you know you you have to you have to take a listen to the night owl. You yeah. know, there's not a lot uh, out there unless you know like local stuff. And the night owl really dives deep. So yeah, I totally they recommend even have that. Um, a little tribute to Emily at the bar that you can see. So it's it's very cool, mm-hmm. but definitely something something otherworldly going on there, and mm-hmm. definitely something dark aside from poor sweet Emily who who lost her life all too soon. So. Yes. I'm I'm going to listen on my drive home. You have, have to. to cry and be scared. I <laughs> yeah, cry, as I drive I through the snow. I, I did. I cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an emotional one, but really good. And yeah. um, huge shout out to them. Always are the best. I know. I, I feel like this is just an episode praising the night this owl. This is <laughs> yes. like a huge advertisement <laughs> hey for guys. the night owl. I knew I was that was going to be the case as soon as we started. <laughs> but... I saw Emily and I saw the tavern and I thought, that's got to be it, right? It's just yes, something me. that has to be said on the podcast then. Yes. Absolutely. Huh. Also, one that I thought of that I wanted to shout out, but I know we've already mentioned before and have talked about, the Manger Bar. Oh, oh yes. yes. That's my favorite haunted bar yep. of all time. 
I can't remember what episode that's on. God, that was a that had to be an early episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then when we went and investigated the manga, I think we definitely talked about it some more. But that bar has some bizarre feelings, and they have gotten some really weird photos there, and mm-hmm. people have been like locked in by a ghost, seemingly. <laughs> so it's crazy. We town. definitely got a history. Ooh, we yeah. got, there's a lot of bars out there that are haunted, guys, because people so like to party. Many. It was hard to pick. Uh, when I was looking at the the like first thing I pulled up of haunted bars, Shakers was like on there, and I almost thought about it. So I'm glad that Kylie covered it because I knew that one is really cool. But oh. <laughs> anyone who has a haunted bar they love, shout it out to us. On all the social media, let us know. We'd love to talk about more haunted bars at some point yeah. in the future because there, there are, are so, so many. many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so many. many. And honestly, what's more fun than a haunted bar? What is? You, uh, dude, remember the one we went to also in San Antonio where they put you on that horse? Oh, my gosh. Moses <laughs> How could <Roses>. I forget? <laughs> That's what it's called. Moses Roses. Moses Roses. I had the ride of my life. You did. She did. Ugh, God, oh. you were, it was graceful and beautiful. God, it was side saddle for a while. On times when we got to, to go places, that was fun. I know. <laughs> Someday. Uh, before I cry, um, this was fun. It was. <laughs> and um, anyone who has a spooky story, send it our way. The Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Anything else, y'all? I love you all. Uh, Peace and love. And to all a good night. Until next time, stay spooky. That sounded a little bit more like a dog than a ghost.